Welcome to Two Takes on the Pod. My name is Osai, and this is my podcast where I take on themes exploring culture and society from the perspective of Africans home and abroad. First up, Happy New Year, people. 2021 was a blast, and I wanted to put a button on the year that was. Now, on Two Takes, we had a really good year. We got recognized by Post Magazine for the top-notch content. The podcast grew and is opening up more opportunities for your boy, and I'm grateful, guys. I am truly grateful. That is definitely the message I'm carrying into 2022 gratitude thanks for the support you know we're coming up with new content for you so look out for that um i also had fun exploring the different formats of the show from a production standpoint so you can expect more of that more interviews more conversation style episodes sort of like this one so today i have tolu arugamati aka aromati joining us he works on the Sportsnet app i guess which is a rogers brand based here in canada for those who are not here um, and as a result, he's pretty well informed on Canadian sports and especially about sports in general. He also hosts two podcasts. One is Random Black Person in Canada and the other is I Should Have Captain, which is a Premier League fantasy themed podcast. So it made total sense for this episode. In this episode, though, we talk about some of the most notable, wild and funny moments that happen over the course of the year from our perspective here in Canada, because that's where we are. You know, so join us as we review the year, we joke about the ups and downs, and ultimately we decide what lessons we'll take into the new year, if any. We focus on the most entertaining moments, which made it a lot of fun to record. Enjoy the show. So, uh, so thank you for you know joining it, um, me today. Um, and the whole idea, as we've discussed, was just to kind of capture what the year 2021 was in in sports, as mm-hmm. well as um, uh, I guess in Canada as well, right? Because here yeah. you're here in Canada. So uh, before we even actually get into that, I want to talk about your background as well, right? So. Uh, you currently work at Sportsnet as a yeah. product manager, and um, you know I know you have you're running two podcasts right now. One of yeah. them is um, I should have captain, which is a very interesting <laughs> name, um, where you basically talk about Premier League and and fantasy, and then um, the other one essentially covers you know, your life and times here in Canada, which is random black person in Canada. I, yeah. First thing I just have to ask you, like, how are you coming up with these names? These like, names I mean, eh? it makes sense, but <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> so, so my, my thing in general has always been, it's really even in product. I try not to do something that makes it difficult. Like you should always try your best to follow the stream where it's going and maybe just divert it. So for example, whenever I talk to my friends, one of the things we always talk about is who you should have captain. I mean, you know, all this lamenting, like I should right. have captain this guy. I should and ultimately, initially the name was FPL something because at the time I just wanted to start the podcast and get going. Right. Um, so lowest, you know, resistance to starting. Mm-hmm. And so I just started FPL something. I didn't have a name. So I just kept going. After one season, I just kept paying attention to what people were always saying about who they should have captained or, you know, what maybe I should have started this guy, things like that. So I just wanted that I should have captained because that was literally what the lingo always was right. uh, in FPL. Really so I should have captained this guy. So I just, that's how that name went. The other one, which is about, um, you know, my experience here in Canada and even just my thoughts in general was... I struggled with having a niche I wanted to cover. And I was like, okay, I don't want the podcast to just be completely all things and everything. But at the same time, I wanted to mean something to somebody if you had to pick it up and start listening to it. Um, I knew I wasn't going to do finance because I thought 
one, even though I knew a number of things about finance, it's not enough for me to be the expert. So I didn't want to do that. Um, I wanted to do something satirical because I really liked, um, what's the show called? Um, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. So I wanted to do something right. similar. Right. Um, and then I was just like, you know what? At the end of the day, who's going to listen to him? This is a random bad guy in Canada. Who's going to listen to it? And right. I was like, wait, that's it. That's the name. <laughs> going with that. So uh, awesome. I didn't want to just be a random black guy because at, at some point I thought in the event that I could get somebody else to ever cover for me. Right. It could be a guy or a girl. And right. obviously you know, doing PC and all that. 100%. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> random black person in Canada. And I just rolled with it. And uh, right. yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do. I like the name. It definitely stands out. It's it feels, it feels specific, but it also feels vague. So, so, <laughs> right? so I like that. I, I yeah. really do like the name, actually. Um, but yeah, man. So, so you know, thanks for doing that, and um, you know, and I, I think it's good to give people the people a little bit of an idea of uh, what your show is about and kind of the things you cover. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna find little ways to tie into some of the topics you covered and <laughs> um, over the years. <laughs> one of the ones that's okay. particularly funny because um, you know, we both work for for telecom companies, so so we get into that. <laughs> we'll <laughs> exactly. All right, so um, let's start off with what went on in Canada this year, right? Um, yeah. So uh, there, I think there are a few things, right? Like first, there's the like well, one of the more recent things was the Trudeau re-election. Yeah. Um, what did you find anything interesting about that? Was it you know typical boring, you know, yeah. Niger- uh, Canadian politics, which I'm, <laughs> which I'm truly grateful for, by the way. Let yeah, me just say like there's no drama in it. There's no drama. <laughs> we do not have uprisings in you know <laughs> in Capitol Hill, you know. Like, yeah. Um, the interesting thing I found about it was, you know, uh, Canadian politics is unique in that you can call elections at any time, right? Like you don't have to wait until your term is over right. before you're like, oh yeah, let's, let's go and decide what we want to do. Now, generally um, in Canadian history, when you stay too long as a prime minister, people eventually get tired of you, right? Like yep. no matter how good you are at the beginning, people yep. eventually get tired of you and then, you know, whatever. And so it's interesting because Trudeau mm-hmm. like made it very easy, um, you know, <laughs> to to be hated, like you know, he had the whole scandal with uh, SNC Lavalin. Um, you know, he like there's so much charity, like there's so many things. Yeah, I I, mm-hmm. I can't believe he he like he tried to get that sweet spot, and yeah. that, even after we caught him, it worked. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like that that really <laughs> that really stood out to me. So you were saying you were saying about yeah. like kind of the, the yeah, and I was going to say about that too. Like the the timing of it initially seemed brilliant, right? Like. Right. Because COVID was a thing and everybody right. was like, okay, this is how we should handle the pandemic. And in his mind, he had handled the pandemic. Right. The way he set it up was, let's let the people determine who should lead us out of the pandemic. And that's a brilliant way to at least set it up, right? Like, right. let's let the people decide. But the fact of the matter is, generally, when people are in a crisis, people don't want that much change, right? Because there's right. already so much. Right. And obviously, Going thanks on. to our friends south of the border, the Trumpites, <laughs> um, you know, People didn't want Trump or any Trump-ish behavior, right? Because we'd already seen how the U.S. didn't handle the pandemic very well. Right. Um, they were also getting vaccines a lot earlier at the time. So it was looking like, okay, well, we don't trust anybody else at this time because we've seen how Trudeau has handled it. Right. And of course, shout out to his uh, press conferences where like this man was like literally in front of his house and he was still somehow late. I don't know how he did it, but <laughs> whatever. So uh, <laughs> but whatever. Um, you know, there's, I mean, there's obviously the, the one press conference where he said, you know, um, 
did she speak moistly or something like that? And I was trending everywhere. I was like, <laughs> don't speak moistly to me. <laughs> so, you know, with all that that had happened at the time, Canada wasn't interested in changing leaders mid-pandemic. Right. right? And once right. you do that, obviously, people are going to want to vote you. Right. The challenge then was, was he going to get a majority? Right. Um, he, he thought he could get it. Uh, unfortunately, it turned out he couldn't. And so really it turned out to be a waste of everyone's time because yep. we just got back to where we were anyways. Right. Um, but at least he knows now that, you know, people have had it, like people are not interested in changing too much of the status quo. Like just right. leave it as is, bro. Just do what you got to do. Right. We'll figure it out after. Right. So, But yeah, he wanted to extend his time because he didn't know what to happen, you know. So it, it's such an interesting political move that, that yeah. almost bits him in the butt, but <laughs> he somehow managed to work it through. So exactly. I'm, I'm very exactly. happy for him on that. <laughs> Uh, what do you think about the whole Omicron thing too, right? Like at, at the start of the year, we were pissed and we were mad that the US somehow had bullied mm. their way into the most <laughs> um, mm. vaccines, right? Yeah. But like, you know, and to your points with with uh, Trudeau, well, we kind of got it going late later on, I guess, in the in, like in the in the winter or like closer to the spring. And mm. then we caught up in that, yeah. like the span over the summer, right? And now with the summer, everybody's out, back out, you know, moving, everybody's moving mad, you know, everything's open. Um, mm-hmm. what, what, what do you think about like how Canadians responded to that? You know? You, you know, initially I think Canadians did quite well in terms of, you know, staying home, um, social distancing, washing hands. I think Canadians did a very good job. Like if yep. we're being fair, yep. 100%. Um, you know, people didn't go out as much. Like for, Toronto for was For people that empty. like their freedom. You know, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, freedom is what is is costing. It's like, selling. In China, in China, they're not giving you that choice. You know, South Korea, they're not giving you that choice. But you know, here in Canada, I think that it's a little bit. You know, a lot of people are, understand that freedom, but people are mm-hmm. also trying to be responsible in a way that yeah. you know we don't see south of the border. Exactly, exactly, and and I mean, shout out to Canada for that, right? Like that's part of the things we think about. Like Canadians in general have some sense. So at yeah. least we listened, we thought about, you know, what are the experts saying? Right. Now, don't get me wrong. There were still people, you know, far right who still thought, you know, it's a hoax and it's not true and things like that. And I mean, those people are always going to be there. The people who are right. very, very apprehensive of anything government related. Right. Um, but over time, I think even with the vaccine, like I was a huge proponent of it. Like, I was like, yo guys, it is our turn. Let's go and get vaccine. Like even now, even with the booster, I'm personally not a fan of the fact that we're doing boosters because right. I think they're part of the world who haven't gotten first two. Right. Um, That's what I understand from a government's perspective where, okay, we are going to try to take care of your own first before you share. Right, I right. get that. But overall, yeah. from, you know, listening to instruction and things like that, I think we've tried. I know, you know the cool thing, I actually want to get into this. The cool thing I actually really enjoyed when... Uh, I believe the province of Ontario tried to expand powers of police in trying to enforce COVID sit at home. People were like, no, 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 no. That's a terrible right. idea. We're not going right. to do that. Right. And I cannot begin to tell you how thankful I was that white people also agreed that it was a bad idea. <laughs> like, because that's such a good all point. black people knew immediately, oh my that's, goodness, that, this yeah, bad people trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know? going to get so, us. So, yeah, yeah, I won't, I won't lie. That was one of the good things about this year. That I was like, okay, you know what? As much as Canada isn't, you know, they have some similarities to US. There's some places you can be like, you know, this is actually not that bad right? Um, as a society. So Yeah, and I'm happy yeah. that, like, I think at least I feel like, you know, because, you know, Rob Ford is, you know, say what you want. Like, he's been pretty, I guess, somewhat yeah. responsible. Somewhat responsible. Uh, like, yeah. now he, like, you know, he, he seems to always be, you know, quick to um, 
open up uh, businesses for his rich friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I need yeah. the small businesses to die and starve, you know? Like, mm-hmm. why is Yorkdale open and all the small mom and pop shops that can fit only two or three people anyway mm-hmm. not open? You know, yeah. I don't understand how we are making this logic work, you know? Yeah. I mean, we can we can spend a whole podcast about that where, like, I, I don't think it is fair because clearly, even, even funny enough, there was a business he opened specifically that was, like, going to succeed in the pandemic. I think it was those like distance icons and things like that and all those like things were on the floor. He opened a business specific to that. Right. And you could tell and they even made it mandatory for all stores to have those kinds of things. So if you open up a business that thrives specifically on the mandate that the government makes, isn't that, you know, it was very somehow for sure. So Exactly. Yeah. So I think that was a big, that was like the big concern. But for the most part, at least they treated the vaccine like it was real and it was serious it was, yeah. my, my my personal thing with the booster shot is that like i mean i, I understand it and I'll, I'll get it but like mm-hmm. it's just like i don't like if you know when when people have an issue with big pharma like this is the part where i kind of understand because it's like you know we understand this vaccine and we understand is there a limited amount of why these dose can't just be one you mm-hmm. know why why is there a booster and how many more boosters are we going to be getting you know, is there a simple, is that a new way we need to look at this booster? Does should we yeah. have it more? You know, what I mean, like what, like you know. So to me, that's the thing. But I, also, I do understand too that, like, as people continue to not listen, you know, mm-hmm. the virus will continue to mutate, and yep. that's just kind of what it is, you know. But yeah. that's the part that's not really clear to me yet. I'm not sure if it's mm-hmm. just okay the thing mutated, you know, because it still feels the same. It doesn't feel like it's any more stronger. Mm-hmm. You understand yep. what I'm saying? So yep. what exactly is the is the is the thought process behind? This boost and how many more are we expected to get? So you know, interestingly, I feel, I feel like, Israel, it, mm-hmm. sorry, just before I cut you off, uh, yeah. Israel is actually testing the fourth booster already. So just just want to add that in there. Yeah, so yeah. It's probably honestly, gonna be five. <laughs> yeah, you know that's fair. I mean, and honestly, like that, that's one thing I would say if, if Israel is doing it, then <laughs> like because Israel, I know they like their own people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel yeah. like everybody else is willing to take the money first. You know, mm-hmm. so I just countries like that. But you know, that's 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 a that's that, that's kind of like you know. I guess a thing that people are kind of still dealing with the hump over, but yeah, Omicron is not a joke. (laughs) People, please get your vaccine. On to more of a lighter note. Um, (laughs) It just came up. Um, The Harry and Mega thing, remember that? Ah, yeah, the the, uh, the interview with uh, Oprah. Ah. And it yeah. was obviously even all the showdown they had with uh, the royal family. That that yeah. was a thing. And yeah, it's crazy that that was that was this year. It doesn't <laughs> right. feel like. That. But <laughs> what were your thoughts on that? Was it just a bunch of rich people complaining to you, or um, was there kind of something more to be said about um, the, the I guess the mentality of the royal family? I I think it was it was good to see it all in public, and you know, I mean, for a number of people who are like enjoy the tea of all this royal whatever. It was nice to see that, you know, the royal family is still racist. Like, even if it's just a smidge <laughs> met, you know, even if it's just, you know, just be like, yeah, well, at least we, we always knew they were racist, but now we know for sure. Right. Right. Like, like how so, bad it is. Yeah. Right. And we're like, okay, but make it again. And I'm not trying to be colorist here at all, but it's like, Megan's black isn't even like practically white. You know what I'm saying? Isn't prominent black enough that they're like, okay. Like, and it's always, yeah. And, and, no, she doesn't have dreads or something. You know yes. what I mean? Like, so like, yeah, and, and nothing, nothing. You know, I can't remember who made the joke. I think it was Trevor who was like, "Is only when you are um, successful quarter or 
a smidget of black that you will not remember that you are black, right? Like, if if Megan did it with like a regular, again, and I, and I want to be very careful here because at the end of the day, <laughs> I want this point to be come to come across in the way I want it to be. Right. If Megan, right, didn't marry Harry for a long time, people won't have even like thought about the fact that she was black. Mm-hmm. Like, it won't have been That's a such thing. A good point. Right. But there's just some random white white rich dude or wherever the case may be. It doesn't matter at all. You know. But the moment Harry decided to marry this person and obviously give birth to their child, they're like, oh, you know, she's a black person. They're being exclusively racist. And I'm just like, but again, fully understand that she is black and we're not saying she's not one of us. That's not my point. The point here is she didn't even have like a number of those huge prominent black features that would have said, okay, you know what? They don't like, you know, the way she speaks. They don't like her hair. They don't, you get like, it it does vary somehow. So yeah, I think for me, like the, the real telling thing there was, the fact that, you know, I guess allegedly Prince uh, William mm-hmm. basically said, oh, Prince Charles is wondering if the com- baby is going to come out like really black. And I'm like, have you seen her? Bruh. Like, <laughs> bro, like, what are you talking about? So to me, like, that was like the first glaring thing. And then the other thing was the fact that, you know, these guys have so much power, but they are so indebted to the press. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, we can't do anything. And like, she's getting her, you know, head kicked in. And mm-hmm. nobody's really making any effort to at least divert or show support. Or it's almost like, hey, as long as it was almost as if, as long as they're getting her and they're not getting us, I'm happy. Yeah. You know, which is such a horrible way. Like you would think that people with power and prestige and all these kind of things would have a real effort in, like, you know, at least trying to protect their own. What it right. felt like was that, nah, she's not our own. That's, that's really what, like, as long as she's black, she's not our own. You know, Fam. so it was yeah, yeah. it was an interesting thing. Hi, I could hear my mother in, my, in the background just being like, "You see, this is why you marry into the right family. Just find find the right family to marry <laughs> because you might think it's only this person you're marrying. Just marry the right family as well, yeah. right?" So that's that was the other thing. That yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. You know, you would Crazy. think the royal family would be the right family. <laughs> you know, everybody's Fam. looking for that. Um, you know, <laughs> you, you have uh, <laughs> Exactly. Um, you don't know. Ah, uh, you bro. Okay, so one more thing, you know, I think I think on this whole like new stories and everything. Um Rogers just happened this year. And uh Bro. you know, you talked about it on your podcast. So whatever this can go go check out the go check it out. <laughs> like so he totally breaks it down. Like <laughs> you use the analogies, <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah, you can check it out on my podcast, uh Random Black Person in Canada. I would really enjoy um I hope you enjoy it. Um, but yeah, let's just, you know, quickly touch into it, right? Just summary, right? So essentially there's a family that owns Rogers. Um, Rogers is one of the biggest corporations in Canada. Yep. Um, over 30 billion, I believe it is. And uh, essentially there was a family squabble around who should lead it. And if this person who is leading the company can do anything he wants to do. And then it turned out that he legally thought he could do anything he wanted to do. Started doing anything he wanted to do. The family was like, nah, you can't. He went to court, he won, and so now he can do anything he wants to do. Legally. <laughs> and legally. And the, the, even the court, the court, when they were looking at the case, because I was following it on Twitter, it was the reporter who was just tweeting moment by moment. The, the judge looked at him and was like, okay, first of all, this company is based out of Toronto. Why is it registered in this province? So if you know anything about Canada, provinces of Canada, um, the BC out west, Ontario is in the um, east, yeah. and Toronto yeah. is east, right? So 
Rogers was based, built out of Toronto. And the company, the journal was like, so why was it registered in BC? Nobody knew. <laughs> They're like, we don't know. We don't. So anyway, the judge laughed it off. And then the judge was like, well, this is unique circumstances where a one single person controls so much of a company. Like we've not seen anything like it in Canada. And I don't even know if in North America at all. Um, but the judge essentially ruled based on essentially the way the company was set up and the shareholder rights and a bunch of controlling interest. This guy named Edward, who I've also dubbed Ed, Edward the Emperor, <laughs> and essentially do and undo and nobody can stop him. And so that was that. The judge ruled in his favor and he essentially determines that he can now do anything he wants with this $30 billion corporation. So he's and basically the CEO and chairman of the board. So he's chairman of the board, but he assigned a CEO um, that he wanted. The CEO, he, he was trying to install when he was trying to remove the other guy, but dialed the other CEO he was trying to remove. And I was just like, this seems like a show out of comedy or like some kind of Netflix it really show. Sounds like, like succession. It sounds like succession. Right, like, bro. I don't know. Like if how are you planning to remove like, somebody and you bought out the other guy? You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, it sounds like succession, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the whole family yeah. is squabbling and everybody's rooting for power, and you know, and the guy that's in power doesn't want to. Yeah, if you watch succession, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's it's yeah. ridiculous. So that was Rogers, and uh, so now the new CEO is now in. They've actually essentially removed the old guy. Um, we anticipate, especially as employees, that is going to become a straight up financial transaction now where Rogers is all about maximizing profits, reducing cost. That's usually what happens when you have a CEO who is a CFO by training. Right. Um, that's all they know. The previous right. CEO was more of an innovator kind of guy. So you spend more, you make more revenue opportunities, right. you're and then you grow. More so right. You know what right. I'm saying? So the, everybody's way of being CEO is always different, and you always right. want to look out for that. But the new guy is a straight-up financial guy, no interest in new ideas. I mean, well, let me not say no interest because I don't know him personally. Right. But I know enough of what he has started doing, even in the how many weeks he has been in power, to see okay, this guy is clearly going to do this normal thing of just call cost right. and maximize profit. So yeah, yeah, I think uh, yeah, like um, the 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 telecom companies in Canada are getting a really bad rap, and honestly, um, it is you know I can I can understand why you know because <laughs> the price for you know the internet and 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 just telecommunications here is really, really high. <laughs> and it's basically ridiculous. two companies own not just the telecom airways and everything, but also the broadcasting corporations yep. and everything in between, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it, you know, it, it kind of makes it, um, it, it's almost like they basically just agree on what costs that they can manage to make sure they secure the best licenses. And mm -hmm. that's basically, that's basically it. You don't really have a choice. Everybody else that you haven't seen is using their infrastructure. So as mm. a result of that, the cost still kind of ends up being the same, you know, like because, yeah. yeah, the CRTC, you know, people have complained to the CRTC, you know, Tech Savvy had a whole thing yeah. <laughs> with, with Bell um, mm -hmm. this year. And, you know, so it's it's one of the interesting things. So I want to talk to you about yeah. that just simply because yeah. I think it kind of speaks to, you know, this is kind of like an extreme situation, but that control and that that fight for power and that's that way where like, you know, the, the customers are the last people on your mind. Um, mm -hmm. definitely feels to be the case across the board, you know, mm -hmm. not speaking, you know, specifically about <laughs> any one company. I, so even, even aside from, you know, the interesting thing is, even aside from controlling all of um, telecoms and even some broadcast, they by design control sport, right? Like exactly. once you own a bunch of all those things, how people watch sports is pretty much taken for granted, right? Like if right. you think about all the ways they didn't handle Premier League games very well, for a long time before the zone came in. Right. Um, NFL games, NHL games, like there's so many blackouts and all these random things. Some of them, of course, are come, come from the leagues. But 
when you see other players coming into the market and do things differently, you're like, so why couldn't we do this from the beginning? You know what I mean? Right. So exactly. it's so unfortunate in a weird way, but at the same time, man, honestly, someone just make me a billionaire. I'll make so many changes. You would understand. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Trust me, man. It, be, it, will, it feels like a billion is not even enough. Because be, if you know how much these guys are spending, whew, you know, man. funny enough, in my MBA program, one of the guys who's founded uh, Wind Mobile came and told us the story of how- Interesting. Yeah, they told us the story of how Windmobile broke into Canada and that they had to essentially look for a bunch of billionaires to help them fight Rogers and Bell. Right. Um, and one of the interesting parts of the story was Wind had this deal with, uh, I believe, was it Blacks or Henry's? Um, whichever one Bell bought, right? Right. So Windmobile had a deal with those guys essentially to install Windmobile um, stations and essentially kiosks in their right. stores. Right. So that they could at least start launching only for Bell or yeah, I'm not sure if it's Bell's or um, Blacks or, or, or Henry's, whatever the one. Bell bought it and killed that deal. It's like, imagine being so petty to buy a company just so that someone can get to market. Like, yep. that is how bad these guys are. And he got, he got an African billionaire, I believe, from Morocco to join the fight. Yeah. And he came into Canada, of course, funded Winmobile a lot. Ultimately, I mean, he he got some money out of it, but he left Canada because this essentially just frustrated him. Yeah, it wasn't it enough. It wasn't enough, and it's like because so, these are essentially crown corporations as well, right? Um, there is a there's there's a huge part of support that comes from the government, or at least the province. No, the government, mm-hmm. like the the federal government, because I think kind of um, Bell is federally re- regulated. So there's a huge amount of support that comes in that way as well. So um, there is a vested interest as far as the, the quote unquote country is concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, it makes things a little bit interesting. And complicated. Is, is, is it is somehow, man? Very somehow. I mean, Canada is, is not like anywhere else, right? Like, we're only what, 30 something million people? And if you think about the US as a 10 times the size, I, I get why, you know, some of these guys would do what they do, right? I, I right. can understand. If I was CEO of Rogers too, I wouldn't want anybody else to enter my territory. I get right. it. Right. Well, man, it's so bad for us as customers. Uh, yeah. You don't get enough choice. You don't get... There's not enough competition, right? Yeah. So it's just not... Yeah. Eventually, you get bots. Eventually, you get bots. <laughs> eventually you yep. get bots. That's, that's, yep. that's what so. your goal should be. <laughs> that's it. That's, <laughs> that's exactly it. All right. Um, so I want to close out this section here um, with the year in TV shows or sports and everything like that. Um, uh, or just like, you know, TV events, you know, mm-hmm. so what were your top shows this year that kind of like, you know, took you somewhere? Top shows this year, man, you know, interestingly, like I really enjoyed a bunch of shows like overall. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where they started from or where they stopped because I think, for example, Bridgerton, I'm pretty right. sure that was this year. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I think that was that. That's a good right? question. It was, it, was, sure. it was earlier this year and I, and I really enjoyed it, right? Like, it was all the rave when it came out and at the end of the day, right, like, it was fun and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, right. Then there was this one and I know it's not, it wasn't this year, but the, the reason why I liked it this year was Kim's Convenience, um, the actor from it, Simu Liu, yeah. He played the movie of uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah. So because of that, it actually ended up making Kim's Convenience popular again because we were like, oh, what is that? Right? So that's another right. one. Right. That's true. Um, Squid Game. Bruv. Oh, Squid Game. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bruv. Yeah. Binge. Binge. Like, Bruv. yeah. Nah, Squid Game was incredible. 
amazing show. Amazing, amazing show. Like yeah, everybody wanted show. to be that for Halloween, things like that. Yeah, like, it, it was came out such right a- in the perfect time. It's crazy yes. that that the, the that the creator spent ten years fishing that movie. You know, yes. it's like man, it's it's incredible. One of the ones yeah. that that kind of stood out for me, Succession. Yeah, um, Succession yeah. was just. Like it just keeps, seems to keep getting better. It keeps see, like I can't tell if that movie, that show is dramatic or satire or both. Like mm. they found the weird in between, and you know the characters are are, are quite something. So that's definitely yeah. one that stood out for me. Um, one that I don't know if it got a lot of love, but was one of the Marvel TV shows came out this year. So a lot of Wonder Vision, okay. yeah. So Wonder Vision was pretty good. I liked Loki a lot. Okay, Loki yeah, was I like one of Loki my was favorites. Dope. Loki, Loki was, was dope. Really one of my favorites, and I haven't gotten to um. Uh, Falcon, uh, uh, what's the one? Uh, something Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There's, there's, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. there's that one, and uh, then there's a more recent. Like, what if I'm gonna check that out now? Because what's apparently it? It, it feeds, um, it feeds into the new Spider-Man movie that just came out. Yeah, right? what if it's good? I don't even yeah. like you check it out. That's good. That's a good one. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. so that, that's definitely one of the ones. Um, did you ever watch The Witcher? I did, but the part two is out now. Season two is out, yeah, so I want yeah, to check yeah. it out. Oh, that's man, what I'm going to binge that, next that, couple I mean, of days. I binged, yeah, I binged that just not so long ago, and that's kind of fresh on my mind. Like, mm-hmm. The Witcher was, was a lot of fun. Have you seen Ted Lasso? Oh, yeah. Oh, Ted Lasso is another class. That's definitely <laughs> one of the ones for this year. Uh, yeah. Ted Lasso is such a good, it's such a feel-good show. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I don't know how they get it, you know. It makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had anybody does Ted Lasso, man. Just like, yeah. all right. It feels yeah. Much better. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's so good. And it's it's so interesting how, like, they, you know, they, they kind of show how much they don't get English football. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and how, like, you know, he's bringing, like, it, it, I, I like I like the fact that there's this deep understanding of, like, you know, British football and fan culture, but kind of, but they kind of still make it's kind of like they make fun of the American misunderstanding of, it, of it, which mm-hmm. is which is kind of nice, you know. Yeah, exactly. yeah that's, actually, that's actually a really good one as well. <laughs> um, just trying to think, is there any other one that kind of stood out that I'm I think Lupin of, when it came out? Um, yeah, Lupin. Lupin was good. Yeah, yeah but, when it came out, it was it was quite nice. Uh, I got it, but then after a while, I was like, wait, 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 hold on. How come he's the only black guy, and he bro, can't figure out that he's the more? Come on, this guys, like six <laughs> five. Big yes. buff, like bro, like what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> and Come it's like he's like yo, he just puts on spectacles and a hat, and all of a sudden, like nobody recognizes him. I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, right. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, what oh, about- for guys who watch it, you guys who watch you, I, I, I'm happy for them. But me, I don't watch it because I'm just like I cannot understand this need to fall in love with a serial killer. <laughs> so, no, no, but you's good. Use actually, use actually it's good. It's just, it. it's uh, it's uh, I don't know how to how to really explain. It. <laughs> it's just because it's like it's like this guy's a quintessential creep, but mm-hmm. like it's like when chicks chicks think about creep, that's exactly like when what all the worst case scenarios he's mm-hmm. that right, uh, but mm-hmm. he's in a handsome package. So they love it. <laughs> I feel like you is, is like evidence of the inconsistency. <laughs> that like it was like because that's that's what it is. It's like because I guess because he's handsome and you know and he does mm. that thing because you know he does a whole narrating thing like he did in Gossip Girl and mm. um you know so it, it's it's a really it's a really good show. It's a, it's a, it's actually it's actually a fun interesting watch and the way the last season ended was interesting enough. So mm-hmm. it, I, I like that it keeps you guessing as well. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Yeah, I think, you know, that's it. Dude. I'm trying to think. I feel like there's always going to be one good TV show. Should I like, always miss it? Yeah. That, like you miss out from this list. But yeah, if anybody, like if you guys have any really good shows that kind of, what about Emily in Paris? 
I've not, the funny thing is I started it and I couldn't get, I couldn't get the hang of it. Like after like episode three, I stopped. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. And then, yeah. and I, and I saw why people like this. Right. But it just wasn't for me. It didn't resonate. So I just stopped. Yeah. It's one of those, like, it's just a, it's like a popcorn uh, kind of TV show. Like, I mm-hmm. just feel like it's like, you know, it's like a rom-com TV show. That's, yeah. that's kind of like the best way to put it. But yeah. um, that's, that is a, and it's one of those ones like where like, you know, I don't admit in public that I watch it, but I've watched it. <laughs> and, and I will probably watch season two. <laughs> Gives you pleasure. Nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's good. No, I mean, that's fair. If you, if you like it, you like it. It's, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, because I, I like to think that I'm a snob with some of these shows, but then I, some of these shows come along and I'm like, yep. <laughs> that's the I'm one. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yo, to that's it, man. Um, yeah. it's been it's been fun talking and chopping it up with you. Like, <laughs> Appreciate that, it, my that guy. Felt like a breeze. It felt like a breeze. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's do this again sometime. You know, I did uh, for you anytime. Uh, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Um, yeah. So, you know, go check out Random Black Person in Canada. Um, I don't know if you're, you know, are you still kind of going on right now? Are you a break? Kind of jump up back in yeah. the top of the year. So yeah, so I was I was on a break, just want to get back on my health. Um, right. and then obviously with the holiday as well. But right. it's it'll resume again starting in the new year. So we'll have another one coming out every week starting the new year. So many things I want to talk about. Yes, um, so many crazy um, stories. I can imagine. <laughs> so. I, I'd love to. I'd love to join. You. I know you kind of do that your, by yourself. But yeah, if you ever you know need me to come in and chop it up with you, I'm I'm you know, I'm here for you too, bro. And, yeah, um, I have an idea for you. Hey, I love and, it. And uh, yeah, check out I should have captain as well. Tolu, yeah. thank you for taking the time, man. I appreciate you. Right. And uh, let's have a good one. Amen. Stay safe, man. Peace. You can share your feedback by writing to two takes on a pod at gmail.com. Too much stress, no problem. Follow me on social media at two takes on a pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can shoot me a DM there. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. You can subscribe wherever you find podcasts. And while you're there, show some love and give this five stars. This has been Two Takes on a Pod. Thank you for listening. Peace.